0: Go Your Own Way is brought to you by Overmental.com, the media culture hive mind. Enjoy the adventure! Hey everybody, welcome back to Go Your Own Way, the podcast where sometimes we play really long stories and have to split them up among multiple episodes. Um, So, if you listened to our last episode, you'll know that we were playing a story called Ground Zero by Endmaster on ChooseYourStory.com. When we stopped last time, we had chosen not to listen to our computer voice of reason in our uh, little bunker that we had purchased in the apocalypse, um, and I'm pretty sure we burned and died. Spoilers. So uh, now we <laughs> now. I think Jen is going to read the um, the choice where we actually do listen to the computer and uh, read the manual instead of poking around on our own.
1: Maybe it's because you've gotten so used to the idea of being in the living area, you're more willing to lounge about there. You take the manual and start reading. While you're in the middle of it, the voice suddenly pipes up again. Sorry to bother your reading, sir, but would you like to meet some of your new neighbors? Neighbors? Uh, Yes, sir, I'm sure as you've already read. This shelter is equipped with a very high-tech computer with loads of storage, information, and... But uh, yeah, yeah, what does that have to do with this neighbor business? In an effort to cater to all its customers' needs, GZS is well aware that socialization is vital to human mental health. Studies have shown that humans in long periods of isolation often go mad, so that is why this facility has been linked in communication to other ones within your area. You might think of it as a chatroom type form of communication commonly used on the old world internet. If you wish, there is also a camera type device if you wish to show yourself to your new neighbors. We have found humans feel someone is more real to them if they can actually see who they are talking to and thus have a greater connection. So, how many people are there? This shelter merely has been fitted with a basic communication system to other similar shelters and only then those in your area. For example, this is shelter number 23. Your neighbors are only numbers 20 through 25, those being closest ones to your location. While obviously there were other shelters of this type built, It was not cost-effective to link all the shelters together in such a manner, given our time frame to finish these before Armageddon. So only a few were linked together at a time. Do not worry, sir. It is found that six people are sufficient to sustain enough conversation to prevent mental failure due to isolation. Wonderful. So does this make me the professor? You ask rhetorically. Pardon, sir? Never mind. Look, I don't have to talk to these people, do I? Uh, Well, no, sir, but I fail to see why you'd intentionally want to stay isolated. Duh, that was kind of the point of buying a shelter for myself. I see. Well, I can't force you, sir, but I would like you to reconsider. I'm just trying to look out for your physical as well as mental welfare as per my programming. If you didn't know better, the voice almost sounded a bit hurt by your decision. Oh, alright. Oh, I'll go talk to them. Can't be any worse than the idiots I used to argue with on the internet. Wonderful, sir. I trust you know your way to the computer room. You will find that a designation name has already been chosen for you. Aw, oh, you don't even get to pick your own screen name? That sucks. <laughs>
2: If I were designing this system, I wouldn't let people pick their own screen names either.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because of the things that they pick.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, like the world just ended. You have six people and some jackass is gonna choose like butt fart 69 triple X anal lover and you're just gonna be like, well, screw that dude. And then the whole thing's ruined for everybody. (laughs)
1: That's a very creative name right there. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Alright. You make your way to the computer room and take a better look at it this time. It's filled with lots of multimedia entertainment. You're glad they gave you a wide variety of movies to choose from. You sit down in front of a fairly wide computer screen, which has already been turned on for you. You guess the shelter is really keen on the idea of you being social.
0: She already turned herself on for us. Oh. Very considerate.
1: <laughs> you don't turn the camera on, though. In fact, you turn it away from you completely. You're not quite ready for that level of socialization yet. You log on and begin typing. Apparently, oh, we shit. are Omega Man 23.
0: Should we divide these up between sure. ourselves? Oh, yeah. We don't get to do these very often. No. Um I will be Rocker Chick twenty.
2: Uh I can be Job twenty four.
1: Let's see. We've got Rocker Chick twenty, we've got Omega Man, which is us. Um Job twenty four. Miss, oh, Miss Kitty twenty
0: five. Uh, Casey Jones twenty two. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh I can take sip. Miss Kitty as well. All right. I will be. What was the other one? Casey um, Jones.
1: Yeah, Casey Jones.
0: So I'm Casey. Jo- okay, I'm gonna forget. So just <laughs> <laughs> realize that now. <laughs> get get good with this. All right.
1: Hello. Is there anyone out there?
0: Hey, I'm here.
1: Oh, okay. Hi.
0: Hi yourself. This is just like a chat room. Isn't this great?
1: Uh, yeah. Real great. Hey,
2: I'm here too. Um, do you guys have any movies or something?
1: Yeah, I got a shitload of movies. DVDs and VHS. Most of them I even like.
0: That's weird. I don't have too many movies. I have a lot of music CDs, though.
2: What kind of music?
0: All types. But I have a lot of them. Why? Why?
2: I don't have any movies except those with Pauly Shore in them. He fucking sucks. And all my music CDs are New Age Yanni type shit. Thank God I have some games to play.
0: I've got some games too, but for some reason (laughs) I have nothing but gangsta rap and hair metal as far as music goes. Oh wait, I also have some classical. Weird. What the hell? I thought these shelters were all stocked the same?
2: Apparently not. I have nothing but porno. And not all of it is regular porno, either. Some of it is quite bizarre. You
1: would, Eric. (laughs) Don't judge me.
2: (laughs) Lucky.
0: Hey, guys. When do the shelters become fully functional? What the hell are you talking about? I mean, sorry, listeners. I'm doing two different... (laughs) people talking to each other i mean when do the rest of the doors to the place open up besides the bathroom i mean wait was i also
2: yeah it's you
0: too
1: yeah i'm actually supposed to be omega man but you (laughs) Uh were just reading it and so i I was like like... well peter wants to see (laughs) me
0: (laughs) they're all weird names i can't remember which ones i was doing (laughs) i told you i'd screw up okay uh what do you mean the doors were all open to begin with
2: Yeah, they were always open.
1: Yeah! They weren't open for me. I was stuck in the living area until the nukes hit. Wait, wait a minute. How are you using the computer if you're stuck in the living area? In fact, if the doors were all open for you guys, haven't you been in contact with each other before?
2: My computer didn't link up to you guys until just now. I could use it to play games and such, but I couldn't do anything else with it. When I turned it on today, I got a message saying that the communications to you guys was operational, and it said I could take the opportunity to say hi to my five new neighbors.
0: Sounds like what happened to me. Same here. Me too. Oh, and you guys must have different shelter designs because my computer is in the living area.
1: The shelter never told me anything about this stuff, and it's been quite talkative since I've been here, let me tell you.
0: The shelter talks? Now what the hell are you talking about?
1: I'm talking about the shelter. You know, the overly chipper voice that tries so hard to please you.
0: You've lost me, dude. You've been smoking.
1: <laughs> um, no! I'm talking about the shelter voice. It's a computer or something that talks to me. It's always trying to be friendly. Don't you guys hear it?
2: Um, no. No. No talking computer here. You sure you're feeling okay and aren't imagining things? I mean, we all were isolated for a long time before we were able to talk to one another. I know sometimes I would talk to myself. Maybe?
1: Look, I'm not fucking crazy, alright? The damn thing even insisted that I talk to you fuckers. <laughs>
0: okay, dude, calm down. We believe you. Maybe you got some sort of extra special shelter. I mean, from the sound of it, we all don't have the same things. Hey, shouldn't there be one more person here? The message said five new neighbors on my computer. So far, I've only met four
1: of you guys. Yeah, we're missing number 21, whatever his or her name is. I'm right here. I've just been reading the conversation.
0: God, one of those people.
1: Oh, really? Well, you mind announcing your presence next time? I only speak when necessary. Besides, if any of you bothered to check, you would have seen my name listed on the active list. Hey,
2: what kind of movies do you have?
1: Well, you've met your neighbors. The question is if you want to bother talking to them on a regular basis or not. You did find their information interesting, though.
0: So we can continue to talk to them as frequently as possible, or don't bother with them and keep to yourself.
1: Well, the shelter seems very convinced that if we don't talk to them, we're going to go crazy.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, it seems like we should keep in touch with our fellow human beings. I mean, Especially yeah. since everybody's so like has different shelters.
1: Yeah, it's curious. They
0: seem like they're all idiots, but at the same time, we're getting uh, interesting view into their worlds as well. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll all work together in the with the network to stop the conspiracy, or just talk about movies. Yeah. And with with that grunt, I think we will continue to talk to them as frequently as possible.
2: Yeah, (laughs) let's do it. Let's make friends. We can do it.
1: We can do it.
2: We are likable and worthy of being liked in return. (laughs)
1: Are we though? Some of us. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Two thirds of us. (laughs) (laughs) We should be able to make that work.
1: Okay. Your curiosity is piqued, and you take the opportunity to talk with the others whenever you can. The shelter is certainly pleased you're being social. Months pass, and you all learn more about each other, more or less. The only rocker chick has even hinted at turning on the cameras to see each other visually. You have to admit, though you're a little more interested in what's going on in their shelters. From what you can tell, Rocker Chick has a su- shelter similar to yours, with just a few differences in equipment. Her, person- her her personality is damn near as chipper as the shelter. She likes talking with everyone, but seems to like speaking to you a lot more. Must be your winning personality. Okay, Joke- now
0: I know this is just a story.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Job's shelter is a lot like yours too, except he's constantly complaining about various things breaking down and he has to fix. Last time, he said he damn near got crushed by his own bed when it suddenly rose back up into the wall where he was sleeping. He doesn't have much in entertainment either, so he's always glad to talk with anybody, mainly to complain. Casey Jones' shelter still hasn't become fully functional, he's effectively trapped in the living area and bathroom. He has his computer to talk to everyone, but little else. He doesn't really seem to care, though. Apparently, he brought a shitload of weed with him and has somehow created a small hydroponics pot farm in his bathtub. He doesn't see the need to bathe since he's not in contact with anyone. He says he plans on spending the aftermath completely stoned. Job can't understand why Casey isn't freaking out about his situation. Apparently, Miss Kitty has a more homey-type shelter. From the description, it sounds like it's bigger than any of yours and not quite as sterile. She has a hot tub in her bathroom and some other luxury-type items. Miss Kitty tends to brag a lot and is rather an uninteresting person, other than the weird porn she watches and describes sometimes. Job often complains that it's wasted on her. As for Shadow, he or she barely ever talks. Shadow makes his presence known, but then just lurks and doesn't say anything. Most of the others forget he's even there, but you always keep it in the back of your mind and will address him when you feel the need. So far, the only thing he's mentioned about his shelter is how dim the lighting is. One thing you've been tempted to do is use the private feature and talk to one of the others in private. The only ones with interest, ah, the only ones that interest you are Rocker Chick and Shadow, though. The first, because she seems friendly with you. The second, because you're kind of suspicious of Shadow and you're hoping to learn more. So, shall we talk more in depth with Rocker Chick or with Shadow?
0: My main question here is what can we gain from talking to either of these people? Particularly um, Shadow. I don't really know. Because, like, yeah, that's mysterious, but like, what a, what a value are we going to learn from Shadow? Maybe a lot, I don't know.
2: Well, it seems almost like a make a potential friend in Rocker Chick and cement that relationship, or get to know a potential enemy.
0: I'd personally rather get to know Rocker Chick, but part of me wonders if we just keep ignoring Shadow that he's going to, like, be the person who kills us all. And it's like, well, you didn't make friends with him, so... (laughs) Hmm.
2: Seems like the know your enemies thing might apply here, like, good to have a friend, but also, I mean, like, I don't know, I feel like the secretive person might have some sort of plan to fuck with whatever system we're all on, whereas, like, making a friend wouldn't do us any good, like, friend can't help us right now, but knowing something about a potential enemy might?
0: I can see the logic in that.
1: Hmm.
0: Why don't you be the tiebreaker, Jen? Hmm. Use your woman's intuition. My Intuit? Woman's
1: intuition.
0: I don't have one of those.
1: Let's see... I mean, one day we're going to have to make babies.
0: <laughs> that is true. That's probably true. It does um, say that we don't know what the gender is of, of shadow, shadows. So we can make shadow babies or rocker chick babies.
1: But at the same time,. Shadow is scary.
2: Yep. Mm. (laughs) I agree. Shadow is scary. All
0: right.
1: All right. Then let's deal with. um... Hmm. (laughs) Shit. I don't know. What should we do?
0: I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna Google our virtual coin flip because I don't have a coin next to me right now. (laughs) How terrible of a person I am. Oh my god. Welcome to the future. Oh, Google has one apparently. That's cool.
2: We have to flip a coin. Well, can't find a coin because cash is basically useless. Better find a random
0: number generator. Alright, welcome to the fucking future. Google has one, though. It's one of the little widgets it has. Um, It came up as heads, but I didn't decide which was which before it flipped.
2: Did we we really just fail at flipping a
0: coin? Well, I didn't flip it. It flipped by itself before I had a chance to... I didn't expect it to pop up like that. Alright, so rocker chick will be heads, shadow will be tails. I'm going to flip it. It's heads. So So rock or chick? I guess so. Alright. Because we're incapable of making a decision. It's fine. Okay. Fine. Um I think that's also the first time on the show that we've left a decision up to chance.
1: <gasps> Fun. Ooh. Okay. No point in spending the aftermath worrying about shit you can't do anything about. You might as well focus on what little chance you're going to have a female companionship again. <laughs> you take the opportunity to ask to talk to Rocker more privately one day. Unsurprisingly, she agrees.
0: Hey, you're the first person to want to privately talk to me.
1: You're kidding. I would have thought the other guys would have been jumping at the chance to talk to you.
0: Well, I see you're the charming type. (laughs) That's alright, though. I like that. But sadly, no, the other guys haven't. I think Casey's so busy getting stoned most of the time that any extra effort on his part would be too much for him. And Job is too busy complaining about his latest shelter problems. And if Shadow is a guy, he's been pretty tight-lipped as usual. Although, Miss Kitty has been talking with me a lot lately. You get the impression she's wanting to see a lot more of me, if you know what I mean. But she's a bit too self-involved and doesn't seem that interesting. Maybe if I didn't have any other options, she might have a chance.
1: Oh. Miss Kitty likes the, um, kitties. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like it. Meow. Wow. Wow, I guess it's a good thing I made my move, then.
0: Guess so. So, are you just going to continue being a faceless entity, or do I finally get to see you and learn your real name?
1: Well, okay, but only if you do it, too.
0: So, we'll show her ours as she shows us hers?
1: Exactly.
0: Fun. Well, of course, we'll do it together on the count of three. One, two...
1: And true to both of your words, you turn on your cameras and see each other for the first time. After telling her your name, she tells you her real name is Becky. She certainly is attractive, but she seems a lot younger than you, like barely out of her teens, if that. You Mm. wonder how the hell she could afford one of these shelters, Since you're probably at least ten years older than her, and with your salary, you can barely afford the damn thing. If you don't mind me asking, how old are you?
0: Nineteen. How old are you?
1: Probably old enough to be considered a pervert to be talking to a girl as young as you. How do do you afford one of these shelters? I went broke getting into this thing. Not that it matters now.
0: Oh, my parents had a lot of money, and they gave me a lot of it. I registered about one during one of my spending sprees. I didn't actually expect to ever use it. I even thought it would be a cool place to gather all my friends where we could party one day.
1: So, if you didn't expect to use it, what changed your mind? The slow realization that the world was going to shit on TV?
0: Not really. I barely paid attention to the news. I ended up up getting into a fight with my parents and ran away from home for the umpteenth time. I usually didn't go far and stayed with friends, but I really wanted to try to worry them, so I figured I'd use the shelter for a little while. Little did I realize that I'd be trapped down here. I couldn't even get my cell phone to work to call out. After panicking for a few days, I resigned myself to thinking that my parents might figure out that I came here since I know I registered for one of these and were pissed off about it as I watched TV in the passing days that's when I started seeing how bad things were then one day the TV <coughs> <coughs> then one day the TV displayed nothing but snow and I knew that had happened what had, I knew what had happened the world blew up sometimes I wonder if my parents were still looking for me
1: I'm sure they were
0: Maybe. It got really bad the last time. They were control freaks anyway. They didn't really care about me. They just wanted to run my life. I don't want to talk about them. So what about you?
1: What about me what?
0: What's your story, silly? Surely, being as old as you are, you have some interesting stories to tell. All you old guys do.
1: God. <laughs> talk to a lot of old guys, do you? Is that before or after they buy you candy?
0: <laughs> this is not how flirting works. Well, for some people it is, I guess. Lol. After, al- always after. I'm not a slut. No, I like older guys. They know so much more about everything.
1: Uh, not really. We can just bullshit better than younger guys.
0: Lol. You're funny, really, or you're really funny.
1: <laughs> God. <laughs> See, I told you.
0: Ha ha. Okay, let's be serious for a moment. Tell me about yourself.
1: You proceed to give some information about yourself, which probably isn't nearly as interesting as some of the stuff she's told everybody when when you were talking with her in the public network. Becky seems to be a bit of a free spirit, which doesn't really surprise you. And the fact that she's into older guys doesn't really surprise you either, as... Most girls her age go through that phase. And given she didn't really have a good relationship with her parents, she's probably subconsciously looking for a father figure. About a month passes, and you and Becky get comfortable enough to start having... sex in a fashion. It's not exactly the same being cyber and all. But you'll take a hot naked chick touching herself and typing dirty words to you over nothing. The shelter is pleased that you are finding a healthy way of releasing your sexual tension, but it really creeps you out that it keeps track of such things.
0: It doesn't get jealous?
1: Apparently not.
0: (laughs) It just likes to watch.
1: It just likes to watch. A few more months pass, and it's obvious to the others what's been going on between the two of you. Casey thinks it's cool. You get the impression Miss Kitty is a bit jealous, but doesn't really say anything. Job, sensing he missed his chance, keeps unsuccessfully directing his attention to Miss Kitty now, and Shadow actually becomes more talkative in general. Soon, you all learn each other's names. Casey's is Paul, Job is Mark, Miss Kitty is Miranda, and Shadow, who you finally find out is male, is Xavier. Everyone actually sees what each other looks like, except for you, who continue to refuse to show yourself to anyone but Becky in private, and Xavier, who's a bit hard to see since his lighting is very dim. In general, things are running smoothly, and you and Becky have as close of a relationship as you can over a computer. Even you're surprised that such a thing is possible. A year passes. Suddenly, you all get a distressing message from Paul. He says his food and water dispensers have ceased working, and he can't even get his bathroom facilities to work anymore. He says he knows he doesn't have much time left, so he logged on one last time to tell you all goodbye. Xavier states how fucked up that is. Mark naturally freaks out, worrying that he'll be next to suffer total shelter failure. Miranda gives her sympathy, and you ask if he has any tools to fix the problem, but he says he didn't bring any of that kind of stuff with him and there don't seem to be any tools in his shelter either. At least, none that he has access to. This incident gets Becky pretty upset, but more so in private with you. She always liked Paul, since he was a cool guy. You do your best to try to comfort her. You, however, are starting to get paranoid again. While it's certainly possible Paul's shelter failed on its own, Lord knows these things are supposed to be experimental, and his wasn't working right from the beginning. However, you're starting to wonder if it's possible for someone to maliciously hack into the other ones. When you first started all this meet-the-neighbors shit, you were wondering if Xavier was up to no good when he was being all silent in the beginning. But maybe he was sizing you all up and is beginning his strike now through. Picking you off one by one. So our choices are, you're being paranoid, forget about it, or we can ask the shelter about its security systems.
0: I, um, I feel like the Xavier slash Shadow thing is intentionally misleading us.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I
2: don't think it hurts to ask the shelter about the security systems. Like, we're not to the point of outing him in front of the group yet. Like, it's not like the option is, never mind, you're being paranoid, attempt to kill Xavier. Like, <laughs> it's, you're being paranoid, or ask whether we can defend ourselves.
1: And it wouldn't be a bad idea, since we do have a shelter that talks.
0: That's true. That's true. Let's do that. Okay. Okay. She's like, oh, now you want to talk to me.
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> you want to, like, stop here and then resume.
0: Yeah.
2: This does kind of seem like things are finally starting to go wrong, like, and we've made a decision towards how we're going to deal with things going wrong. Like, it wouldn't be the most terrible place to stop if we wanted to stop. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I guess we'll have a two-parter.
1: Yay! Two-parter.
0: Once again, that was called Ground Zero. Mm Mm-hmm. A sci-fi adventure by Endmaster. And you listeners, if you don't want to wait for us to play through the second bit, then you can do it yourselves.
1: Or choose another option, like maybe the community shelter, where you can actually get busy with somebody instead of cybering with them in a chat room.
0: Yeah. There's
2: like a video camera.
0: True. Would you replace the physical touch with a video, Eric? No. There you go.
1: Should have put a sex robot in there. Right.
2: <laughs> Gah. How does experimental end of the world shelter not mean sex
0: robot?
1: Right. Lame.
0: Who needs a library? And <laughs> right. a bathroom. Anyway. Wait,
2: what are you planning on doing with your sex robot, Peter?
0: Not going to the library and not going to the bathroom. Oh. Um. Alright. <laughs> I didn't think this through.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not.
0: You do you, buddy. Wait. You do you. God. Um, so... If you liked this episode, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast, or follow us on Twitter at goyourownwaypod. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes. Find us on overmental.com. Um, give us money on Patreon and yes. buy our ebook on Amazon called Dances with Sasquatch. I think that's everything. Yeah. I think that's everything. That's everything. High five. High, High five for getting everything all around. You are everything to <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. For more original podcasts, videos and pop culture news, visit overmental.com.
1: Thanks for listening.